mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today, the Gospel of St. Matthew, the fifth chapter, where Jesus uh, says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Dear friends of Christ, the sermon you're about to hear this morning uh, basically wrote itself. It's, it's amazing. I know my, my fingers type the words and, and my voice are, is speaking the words, but everything I said and everything I have to say comes from Jesus. You know, it, I'm, I'm using his colorful metaphors. Um, uh, the, the, the law that has the teeth, uh, the gospel that has the comfort, it all comes from Jesus. It was an easy sermon to write. And maybe that's because I'm preaching a sermon. I'm preaching a sermon on Jesus' sermon because our text is right in the middle of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. That was his most famous sermon. Um, now, can I improve on what Jesus said? Uh, no, all right? But what I can do is relate to you what he said. So I'm going to let his sermon speak to you because Jesus used two magnificent metaphors salt and light and so our our theme what are you what are you well our text tells us what you are you are the salt of the earth you are the light of the world now this absolutely does not mean in our text here that you have to become salt or that you have to become light. That is not, not what Jesus is saying. It does not mean if, that if you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior from sin, Jesus says you are light. You are salt. That's what you are. It's clear. Now, you, dear baptized believer... As that child of God in whom Christ lives, possess something. You possess salt and light. Now, what does that mean? Good Lutheran question, right? What does this mean? Well, first of all, Jesus intentionally uses the present tense. That's very important. You are right now. Salt and light. Now, this is not a command. This is not an ultimatum. God isn't telling you that you have to attain somehow to be light to this world. You have to attain somehow to become salty. That isn't uh, a command, a desire for you to become something that you are not. It's not exhorting you to try harder. This isn't the law. Jesus isn't saying you have to aspire to become salt or shine to become light. No. Not what he's saying. Jesus makes it clear. By faith, salt and light are your present possession. It's who you are in Christ Jesus. So let's consider Jesus' first metaphor. You are salt. 
Now, salt is valuable. Of course, salt seasons food, and, and oftentimes salt is invisible. You don't even see it unless you're eating one of those soft, large pretzels with the large grain of salt on top. Other than that, the salt is in your food. You, you taste it, but you never really see it. And a little bit goes a long way. You know, just a pinch, just a dash of salt matters. Now, why does that matter? Because you are salt. Just a pinch. Just a dash. Doesn't seem like much. However, what Christ has created you to be matters. Isn't that wonderful? You're salt. And you've been shaken here and you've been shaken there and God uses you to season the world with the message of His death and resurrection to touch the world with the love of Christ. And you've been given the gift. You've been given the gift of His salvation to believe in Him. And you become that secret spice that makes the world a better place. Christ marked you for this work. And that marking happened when that pastor took you in his arms and he put the water of holy baptism on you and and he marked you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. And for that reason, you make a difference. You've been marked. Set apart. You are the salt. Again, Jesus' sermon, not mine. And that's why St. Paul points us all to Christ. Christ is the center of it all. Jesus is the source of all things. Jesus is the reason we are salty. We have His holiness, we have His righteousness, and we have His love, we have His salvation. It's a gift. So we don't preach ourselves. We don't preach what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. That's not the main message, how we can be better people. That's the salt. We don't talk as much about being salt as we talk about the one who is salty, the Lord. So we don't exalt our faithfulness. Paul wrote, while I was with you, I decided to deal with only one subject, Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Saltiness doesn't happen when we draw attention to ourselves. Alone. We're not salty. But you know we're not alone. In faith, we're bound to Christ. In faith, we're connected to Christ, one with Christ, bound to Him physically and bound to Him spiritually. The Holy Spirit lives in us, and God the Son in His flesh dwells in us, connected. Jesus, Paul talks about that. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ. We are in Christ. Christ to do what? We are in Christ to do good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are salty only because of what Jesus has done. So we don't focus on what we do. We we don't focus on ourselves. You know, pastors are never the center of our attention. Church leaders are never the center of our attention. Uh, Church budgets, church Boards, programs, institutions, never the center of our attention. 
our school, our preschool, important. That's all salt stuff. But that's not the center of our attention. Jesus Christ is the center of our attention. And if we remove Jesus Christ from the equation, we lose our saltiness. We lose who we are, and everything we do deserves to be thrown away and burned. It all becomes worthless without Christ. Jesus is the main thing. Lose the main thing, you lose the saltiness. However, you have not lost your salt. You are connected to Christ. And Christ has connected himself to you. And that matters. Not only are you salt, but Jesus continues with another metaphor that perhaps fleshes it out a little better. He says, you're light. Now, this is where we begin to see things. He says, you're the light of the world. He puts it in such words, by virtue of your faith in Jesus Christ, you are a light shining in the darkness. Okay. Now, you're not the sun. The sun is the source of life. Jesus is the sun. He's the source of life. We are more like, well, moonlight, right? We reflect the source of the light. We reflect Jesus and his love. That Now, so the light of God never originates in you. The light of God never originates in me. It comes to dwell in us. It comes to dwell in you, the light of God. Jesus is the light of the world. We shine because he shines, right? Now, Salt is different than light. Salt seasons food. It's invisible. You can taste it, but you can't see it. Light's different. You can see light. Light is noticeable. And you need to understand this. People can see Christ in you. People can see Christ in you. They can see Christ lives in you. They're watching how Christ shines in you. And Christ shines in you through your love. So how you loving? Paul writes, By this all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. This is Christ's greatest commandment, that you love God and love each other. Light shines through love. And Christ's forgiving love shines in you. And that's why you're light. Light is seen by virtue of what you do. Light is seen in how you live. Everyone can see your light. And it matters. Everyone can see your good works. And it matters. Faith Salt. Well, faith is like salt. It's kind of hidden. Good works aren't. They shine. Only God can see the faith in the heart of a sinner. Everybody can see what happens as we live out our life in Christ Jesus. The world needs to see your good works. Indeed, the world needs your works. And that's why Jesus said, let your light, your good deeds, your love shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Friends of Christ, don't you see you're the light of Christ? It's who we are. 
So let the light shine. Let the, let the good works fly. Not so that you get the glory, but so that God gets all the glory. The light of Christ, of His glory shining in you, shine so that you reflect the heavenly love of your Father who now dwells in you and lives in you. Shine so that God gets all the credit. Do what God called you to do. I, don't just be a dad. Be a all-star dad. Don't, just, don't be just a mom. Be a superstar mom. Be the best son. Be the best daughter. Be the best sister, the best brother, the best neighbor. Don't be just an employee. Be an excellent employee. Don't be just a member of First English Lutheran Church. Be a living member. Don't you see? Your works matter. Your good works matter. They matter so much. They matter to your church. They matter to your community. And they matter to God. Sometimes we forget about all that. We forget about how important it is that we love, that we act, that we do. We hear so much about God's love. We hear about you know, faith alone through Christ alone. And, and that's all good. Indeed, it's the center of our teaching, justification by faith that we're saved through Christ's blood, through faith alone in Christ alone. However, don't forget the things that flow from our faith. And the things that flow from our faith are the salt. Salt flows from our faith. Light flows from our faith. And it all speaks of the relationship, the exclusive relationship we have with our Heavenly Father through faith in His Son. Let me, let me try to explain it this way. I guess, you know, as I'm talking about light, people can see your vertical relationship you have with God. That's evident. You come to church to worship. You can see that, that vertical, you have a God, you're worshiping Him. They can see your vertical relationship when you are in church. Again, they see when you talk about God, that vertical relationship, when you praise God, give Him credit for all your blessings, they see that. And of course, they're watching. Your neighbors are watching. The people are watching. Your children are watching. They're paying attention. You have an exclusive vertical relationship with the Lord. But we also have that horizontal relationship with the Lord, and then we have that horizontal relationship with one another. And in this realm, in this dimension of faith, person to person, good works are everything. This is where good works live, person to person, in this horizontal relationship we have with God and one another. And before other people, before family, before friends, before coworkers, before neighbors, classmates, let your good works shine. Now, listen, God doesn't need your good works. God doesn't need your good works. But the people around you sure do. They sure do. There are people out there needing to be loved. 
They need to know the love of God. And of course, that horizontal relationship, person to person, flourishes when we shine with our love. John said it best, we love because Christ first loved us. So yes, you are salt. And yes, you are light. Why? Because Christ has loved you. Christ shed his blood for you. Christ died. He rose for you to give you life. You have all that. That's your current possession. Christ Jesus bore it all. He did the ultimate good work. The ultimate act of love. And it's changed the trajectory of your life. It's changed the trajectory of your soul. Okay? Let me use a football metaphor. Jesus engineered a fourth quarter comeback win to save your soul from hell. And if Jesus had fumbled... If Jesus had failed, the world would have been lost, including you. But Jesus came down to save you. He didn't lose. He is the salt of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. He lived in perfect obedience. He lived in perfect righteousness. He kept all those rules. He never sinned. And now, and now, well now, Christ gives you His perfect obedience. He gives you His perfect righteousness. He makes you salt. He makes you light by His forgiving love. Listen. He gives you credit for everything that He's done. Who does that? Who gives you credit for everything they've done? What kind of love is this? Yes, Jesus makes you the salt. He makes you the light of the world. And it's not based off of what you've done. It's based off of what Christ has done for you. So, as you come this morning to this altar rail to eat Christ's body and drink His blood, as you remember your baptism again, and that you live each day underneath the umbrella of God's amazing grace through faith in Jesus. And in that grace, you know you'll never fail. And now, well, now receiving all that grace, shine. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.